Good morning. Welcome to the Prophetic Worship Leader. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you joined me today. This is the podcast where we take over the uncertainty so you can lead prophetic worship with confidence. So before we get started this morning, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and like us on Facebook, as well as now subscribe to us on our our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Charisma Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast at a different time, you can always join us on Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. for the Prophetic Worship Leader uh, Live Edition, which is where we're recording from. But this morning, we're going to talk about three expressions of a prophetic psalmist. So that's our topic for today. We'd like to welcome everybody uh, to this morning. So we also like to invite you to drop your comments and your questions as we go along this topic this morning. And also, we want to know what you would like to hear and talk about on future shows. So we have an email we'd like for you to grab a hold of, and that is info at DeanMitchum.com. Send your ideas, your questions, and uh, anything you'd like us to discuss as far as prophetic worship leading goes, uh, songwriting, skills, leadership in this ministry, uh, the moves of God, what is happening, what's the role of a prophetic worship leader, uh, anything like that. We just love uh, to hear your input because we want to make sure that we are reaching the needs of the people as well as giving you what we believe God wants us to have. Uh, good morning, Joanna. Good morning, Kathy. It's great to have you guys. Hello, Linda. Good morning. We so appreciate you guys being with us today. This is a pretty, pretty cool thing, and uh, uh, it's wonderful the feedback we're getting from everybody uh, and knowing that we're making a difference, just like you want to make a difference in what God is doing with you. We're so excited. Um, so today, we're going to get right into the show, and our topic is three expressions of a prophetic psalmist. Now, if we don't know for sure what a psalmist does, uh, basically, this is the quick definition. Then we're going to get into three expressions. But a prophetic psalmist is one who sings songs and releases prophetic songs. So you lead the congregation in worship, but you also make room for prophetic songs to be released. It's probably so much more than that, but that's probably the, the simplest term that I could give you. So let's talk about how does a prophetic psalmist express the ministry and the gift that they have. Well, I'd like to define for you a what a psalmist is. And so here you go. A psalmist is one who affects the kingdom of God by playing, singing, or writing music that is sacred, congregational, and prophetic. Okay? So that's a little longer definition, but it helps you understand what a psalmist does. And quickly, they play, they sing, and write music that is sacred, congregational, and prophetic. Now, you can take each one of those and go in one direction. But today, we're going to talk about playing, singing, and songwriting. Now, let's look at the word expression or to express, and we'll throw up that definition for you. It's interesting, too, because it's the process of making known one's thoughts or feelings. Okay, and that's interesting because Bishop Hammond has always taught us that being prophetic is expressing the heart and mind of God. So a prophetic worship leader, the three expressions that they do is what we're going to talk about today. And also the conveying of feeling in the face of. Or the voice, la, you know, somebody wants to hear you are speaking, all right, in a work of art, which is interesting, or in the performance of a piece of music. It kind of covers the three things. If we look at King David and the Psalms and other writers in the Psalms and other priests and ministers prophetically, that was the basic thing, three things that they did. They played music, they sang songs, and they wrote songs. Now, you can be a prophetic worship leader and not be a songwriter. 
You can be a prophetic worship leader and not be a musician. You can be a prophetic musician and not necessarily sing or write songs. But if you understand how that expression takes place, then corporately as a team, you can understand what's happening in a prophetic worship setting. So let's, for a moment, you know, our favorite psalmist, of course, is King David. And anybody that he trained in, in the Bible and their examples that they've given us. Uh, but so if we look at that, you know, I referenced uh, the last words of David. The Bible calls David the sweet psalmist of Israel. So many reasons for that. He was a forerunner of what God was doing, but he was anointed. Remember the Bible, one of the first places that introduces us to David is when he came and played for Saul. He came to deliver Saul from a distressing spirit. It was through his playing that the miracle happened. So David, introduction there, but it lasted his entire lifetime. And so his introduction was a psalmist. His last words as king were about being a psalmist, and he was called the sweet psalmist of Israel. So what is the sweet part? It's that which makes the difference. Many of you have heard talented people. But when you hear an anointed talented person, that makes a difference. Now, I was born in the South and raised in the South, and we have sweet tea. What a shock it was when I tried to order sweet tea in the North. So those of you from the North, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but the interesting thing is about it, kind of look at it as that. What's the difference? Sweet tea. Otherwise, it's not tea. That's what <laughs> now we can argue about that, but we don't have to. Um, just a fun way of understanding what makes the difference. And that is the anointing is what makes the difference. So we want to make sure that we have that anointing in our life. Okay, so let me put it this way. What makes you great as a psalmist is not your way with an instrument. What makes you great as a psalmist is your way with an instrument through the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit guides you through that process. So that's the difference. I can play, but when I play under the anointing or when I play knowing I'm anointed and I'm led by the Spirit, that makes all the difference in the world. I can strike a note, but if when I play with faith, even a simple note can have an anointing on it. When I understand that God has set us apart for his service, that makes a difference to me. So there's your setup, all right? The psalmist is one who plays, sings, and writes songs that are sacred, congregational, and prophetic. So by sacred, we mean for God's use. You know, we don't mean the old traditional sacred. Sacred really means set apart for God's use. So your whole life should be sacred. Everything you do should be sacred, set apart for God's use. And congregational is in the vein that a congregation can participate in or for the purpose of the congregation to sing. Because God wants all of us singing to him. He wants the congregation singing, not the worship team only. The worship team leads worship. In other words, we give them something to follow. We give them songs that they can grab a hold of and sing. So good morning, Kara. Nice to have you with us today. Thank you all for joining us. Um, so that's the point we're looking at. Okay, congregational. Now, what's the third part? Prophetic. Okay. So congregational. Um, I'm sorry. The, the, the psalmist definition and how they play music. That is sacred, congregational and prophetic. So the third part of that uh, is prophetic, letting the God speak through us through authority, through prophetic anointing, uh, Holy Spirit guiding us. So that's pretty much a definition there. So Angela, hello. Thank you for being with us today. 
Now, let's take a look at play. Now, the Hebrew word to play is nagon, which means to beat out a, f- a tune with the fingers. But the scriptures we want to use is Second uh, Chronicles, First uh, Chronicles chapter 25, excuse me. Moreover, David and the captains of the army separated for the service some of the sons of Asaph, Haman, and Jejuthun, who should prophesy with harps and string instruments and cymbals. So we have here an example of playing prophetically. Now, this is an interesting thing. I grew up in a musical family. Uh, I started tinkering with the piano about 12 years old and uh, playing really expressive about 16. So I've been playing a long time. But there was an interesting thing that happened to me quite a few years ago. I was setting up to uh, play um, and practice. And somebody said, oh, I just feel the anointing. And I kind of went, you can't. I'm just practicing. (laughs) I was like, I don't mean it yet. Um, But what I realized is that God anoints a vessel. And when you use that gift, God can supersede your understanding and release the anointing anyway. It's better when you know it and you agree with it because you can truly employ that anointing. All right. So moving with that, understand that your playing is anointed. So we want to play prophetically and we want to play with that understanding. And so you won't misuse your gift when you understand the power behind it. Uh, so good morning, stick man. Great to see you. <laughs> Good morning, Apostle John. Great to have you with us. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, appreciate your comments. Uh, it's wonderful to have everybody today. Um, and so we're discussing the three expressions of a prophetic psalmist of playing, singing, and writing songs. Okay. So we're talking about playing. Now, interesting thing is, too, is remember that your playing prophetically serves others even when you're not in the lead role. We know the story of Elisha, how he needed to prophesy to the king. And what's the first thing he said is, bring me a minstrel. And so they brought a minstrel to play prophetically and to release it. It doesn't say that he sang a worship song. It says he played. When David played for Saul, it doesn't necessarily mean he sang a worship song. He played. So there's an anointing to play and to release that sound if you are willing to do it. So question, do you have to be a musician to be prophetic? Or do you have to be a musician to be a psalmist? Let me put it that way. Well, that's probably the number one thing. But remember, understanding how a psalmist works will allow you to lead worship with a psalmist or as the psalmist authority when you understand what they're supposed to do. So even if you're not a musician, you can be a prophetic and use the anointing of a psalmist when you have the right understanding and need to know and guide people forward. So remember to add any comments and questions you have along the way. You know, we're here to encourage and to equip and to, to grow the network of people who are called to participate in worship. Remember, everyone has a role in the kingdom of God, whether you are a prophet or a pastor, evangelist, an apostle, or whether you're a musician or worship leader or an artisan or, a, or just among the people who want to worship the Lord and have an expectation of something new. Remember, when God does a major move in worship, he did it with David's tabernacle, he did it with Moses' tabernacle, and now he's doing it with God's tabernacle. And that is he moves on the hearts of four different groups of people. And that's the prophets or any leadership. That's the, the psalmist, worship leaders, songwriters. That's the artisans, those who create works of great beauty. And that's the people. And the people have a new expectation. Sometimes the people can begin to get stirred before the prophets, psalmists, and artisans are catching up with them. And you 
people as you're worshiping the Lord, if you don't have a role, but you have an expectation, pray for the leadership that they would catch what God is doing because God is moving on all of us. The, the prophets put it in the word. The psalmist put it in the song. The artisans put it in the beauty and the people put it into action. Okay. That we all have a role in what we're doing. So thank you guys again for being with us today uh, and adding your comments and questions. Uh, we're excited. So, First thing out of the three expressions of a psalmist of playing, singing, and songwriting, writing songs, we've kind of gone through the playing part. So when somebody asks you to play, you're prophesying. When somebody asks you to play, you're releasing an anointing. When someone asks you to, to simply play, that's why background music is so effective. People don't understand the uh, instrumentals, you know, how are so powerful. And so even background music in restaurants <laughs> and places like that, you hear somebody in the background playing. There's anointing for music. God created it that way. And we get to use it in a way that he designed. So Clarice, it's nice to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. Um, and so we're going through this process this, today uh, about the expression of a psalmist. So some of you may have had testimony. Some of you may have had experience where God, where you were playing and you didn't really understand what was going on? But you saw people in tears. You saw people being touched and you were wondering what was going on. Well, God was using that anointing upon you and he was allowing that to flow through you. And so we want to continue in this vein. Um, we're going to go to the next point of singing. Shay, we're going to skip that one section. We're going to go to the next point of singing. So the number of them with their brethren who were instructed in the songs of the Lord, all who were skillful, was 288. All right. So they trained people how to be in the prophetic song of the Lord, songs of the Lord. They trained them in this. Okay. So an interesting thing, too, is the story in Numbers 21. It says, And Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well. All of you sing to it. The story is the well was dry. They needed to sing to the well because it was a historical well and they needed to sing to it. They prophesied, okay, uh, about singing. They prophesied to the well through singing. And scripture says, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit, but I will also play with understand, sing, pray with understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I will also sing with understanding. So the spirit moves through us singing and um, allowing us to express the the psalmist anointing through singing. I do see a couple of questions here. Um, Taria, thank you for joining us. Um, Kathy Alton, will we be coming live? We come live every week. Okay. We'll be every Thursday at 10 a.m. We'll have a, a, a live show uh, and we have interviews. Um, we recently had Apostles Tom and Jane Hammond and Bishop Bill Hammond. We've had Eddie James and Catherine Mullins. You can go back and watch any of these shows on YouTube, our YouTube channel, Dean Mitchum. And you can also watch them on Facebook at uh, Dean Mitchum as well. So we have those all available. Glendora, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us with us today. So when you think about that singing, you know, there's, I kind of like it as there are two types of prophetic songs. And that is the songs of the season. We call them the now songs. So that people, whatever prophet they're saying in the now season, we're writing songs and releasing. Then there's the right now songs, which we sing right now. We didn't write them before today. We hadn't released them before today. It was just something that came in the service. And so singing, that is a time to allow that to happen. Now, do you have to be a singer to be a psalmist? Well, that is one of the expressions, but you don't have to be a psalmist. Uh, you know, you can be a prophetic singer and prophetic worship leader 
in order to operate in the anointing of a psalmist, understand how they're supposed to work. Many of the prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers are not singers. They need partners. And so when we partner with them, when they understand what your role is, they're going to ask you to express something in one of these veins. So we're talking about how a psalmist express the gift within them. That's through playing, singing, as well as songwriting. So we appreciate everybody. Uh, if you have questions, you know, please continue to post those and any comments you have. We thank you all for joining again, joining with us today. Um, some of you need to realize that you've not released a song, you know, um, and Isaiah tells us to sing, O Baron, for more of those, you know, uh, songs coming forth than, than traditionally, all right? We need a new way to release these prophetic songs. Some of y'all need to release the songs, let them come out of you. And remember, at Christian International, we've always taught it's not the length, it's the strength. So it's not the how long it is, it's what the message is, and are you effectively delivering what God has given you? Okay, so release those songs. Don't hold them back. Let them come forward. Okay, um, so now let's go to the next point, and that is writing songs. Okay, now our scripture here is um, from Psalm 149, verse 1. It says, praise to God for his salvation and judgment. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of the saints. Now, when it says sing to the Lord a new song, someone has to write that new song. You don't just show up and everybody know what the new song is because nobody's written it. Now, that's prophetic, but no one knows that yet. So how do we sing a new song to the Lord? Someone has to take the time to write that. So a psalmist, one of your expressions is to write songs for the kingdom. David did it. His priest did it. Shenaniah, the master of the song. Okay. The others wrote songs as well. We've had people all over the world. We know now we've experienced so much in worship. So we encourage you to take up that mantle, write songs. So what I say is the role of a psalmist is to take what the prophets and apostles are saying and put it into music and take your skill that you developed in songwriting or develop your skill of songwriting and release songs that move the church forward. Okay. And some things need to be sung and put into song and allow God to move forward. Okay. Allow the church to grab a hold of those things and sing. And Bishop has told us this principle that if something is a new doctrine, it has to be published. Otherwise, it'll die with the next generation. So songs are a way of publishing new doctrine. Songs are a way for us to believe and sing and get in our spirit what God is saying in the earth today. And we know that new songs release new seasons. New songs release new days. New songs release new behaviors. New songs release new actions. So music is such an integrated part of the kingdom, integrated part, uh, integrated part of human beings that God uses it as one of his mediums of faith, activation, adoration, you know, exaltation, uh, warfare, victory, breakthrough. So when you get a hold of that part of the prophetic psalmist anointing to write songs, that's one of the third expressions of a psalmist. So let's go back to review just for a moment, okay? So a psalmist is one who affects the kingdom of God through playing, singing, or writing music that is sacred, congregational, and prophetic, okay? So the three expressions of a psalmist are singing, writing, and playing. And sing, so, excuse me, ply, plighting. Maybe we do plighting some there. Maybe that's a new way. Uh, but playing, singing, and writing songs. 
Now, one of the scriptures I love, and I've probably said this in the last three meetings, is Psalm 45, verse 1. And it says, my heart is overflowing with a theme. I recite my composition to the king, and my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. And there's three things right there, okay? Themes for songwriting. Reciting those songs, compositions, playing and singing, and then releasing a prophetic song. Let your tongue be the pen of a ready writer. Let the word of the Lord be on your tongue and let it come out. Okay. Um, all right. Say, so, let's see here. Um, we have a question. Um, Taria, can you write songs without being a musician or a singer? Uh, it's possible. Yes. Are you a messenger? Can you give a message? Yes, you can write a message. Now, a lot of times collaboration is where it comes in. So you may have an idea, you may have a theme, you have a message. You can collaborate with someone who can write the songs. But if you can sing on pitch and key, you can create a melody just by la, 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 la. Okay, so if you can't sing, you don't know how to create a melody, then you get a partner, you get someone to collaborate. But yes, you can. Uh, I've written songs for people who've given me a theme and we became co-writers. They had the idea, the inspiration, the theme of the song and some of the lyrics. And then we would take that and write a song as well. So that's another topic. If you guys would like to know more about songwriting uh, for the kingdom. Last week, I talked about moving from a songwriter to a movement writer, and that's full of uh, information. So that's available on YouTube. You can go back and watch that as well. Um, so, Here's the thing. When you get together with understanding what a psalmist is, when you get together with understanding how psalmists express themselves for the kingdom, you begin to understand the combination of skill, spirit, and anointing. That's when you combine those three together for a powerful expression. Excuse me messed up my notes here. Let me go back here so I can make sure I get it right. Okay. So interesting is skill. And let me put it this way. Skill is the ability to perform without causing distractions. That's the way I define it. So if you can't play well enough, you're going to cause distraction. If you get up here and you play too much, too busy, overplay, constantly doing a solo, you're causing distraction. There's a wonderful vein or a space where you can perform your skill. So skill is the ability to perform without causing distraction. S anointing, okay? Anointing is when God has, has set you apart for his service, and it's obvious, okay? But even greater than that is that you believe in it. You have to believe God has anointed you for you to walk in the authority that he's given you. You can trickle out anointing here and there and wonder what in the world is going on, but to employ and walk in that authority you need to believe God has anointed you. So when you're anointed, you practice your skill. You can be led by the spirit as a psalmist. So when you combine skill, anointing, and the spirit, you can flow as a very powerful prophetic psalmist. So we appreciate you guys being around today. Um, that's the cover I wanted to put out today. That's the topic I wanted to bring out today is having you understand the expressions of a prophetic psalmist. So if you're a worship leader and this is new to you, this prophetic worship leading stuff, and if you ever find yourself between songs, not wanting to go to the next song, but not knowing what to do next, but you feel something's happening, then you're probably a prophetic worship leader that needs to get trained.
All right. So we have a great product for you. If this is new to you, we have a product called Five Scriptures to Kickstart Your Prophetic Worship Journey. And all you have to do is go to DeanMitchum.com and trade me your email and you can get that right away. Um, it's really powerful. It'll set you up to move together. All right. And let's see. Uh, Kyle Cravens has given us an example of uh, Anna Paula um, Valadoa, which is one of the most prolific worship songwriters on earth, does not play an instrument. That's pretty cool. She writes an acapella and the music director writes the rest. Yep, that's a great, great example. Um, my wife, Lisa, is what we call a lyricist and a melodist. She's great with coming up with lyrics and melody, uh, but she doesn't know how to play an instrument, so she doesn't know chords. But she knows sounds, so when we work together, I create things that fit what she's hearing spiritually. Um, so, you know, that's a good point, Kyle. Thank you for making that. So in summary, let's talk about the three expressions of a prophetic psalmist. All right. One who affects the kingdom of God by playing, singing, or writing music that is congregational, sacred, and prophetic. What makes you great as a psalmist it's not your way with an instrument, but your way with an instrument when the Spirit is guiding you. Well, thanks for being with us today, everybody. Um, remember to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our podcast uh, as well. And um, visit DeanMitchum.com for any information you'd like more. Um, remember to release your anointing. Don't hold it back. One of these expressions is yours. Okay, maybe all of them are yours. But it's a time and a season where we need this to come to the kingdom. Hey, Frank, good to hear from you. What a blessing. <laughs> Pretty cool to check in. Um, and so let that be your expression. Remember, express the heart and mind of God through music, through playing, singing, songwriting. God put us within us. You can do this. The kingdom needs you. You know, God wants you. God needs you. He gave you these gifts that you might employ them in the kingdom and bless those around us and, and come up to a new level. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate your comments. So, well, with that said, go about your day. Have a great time. Enjoy the kingdom. Bless the people. Pray for those around us. Use your music to solve conflicts. Use your music to fulfill expectation and let the word of Christ throw, flow through you richly, singing and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Thank you, Bruce. Appreciate your comments. You guys have a great day, and please share this with anybody you feel would be benefited from it. Thank you, and have a great day. Bye-bye.